Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. Hello there. Are you a poor, unfortunate soul? I'm a very poor, (laughs) but fortunate (laughs) soul. My dear sweet child, that's what I do. That's what I live for. To help unfortunate merfolk like yourself. Poor souls with no one else to turn to. Get your tentacles off of me, lady. (laughs) I am not giving you my sweet and sultry voice just for a chance with Prince Eric. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) And get over here with your my Oh boy. Doppelganger (laughs) and my dingle pronger and the jilly wogger. I'm going to stop saying words now. Yeah, you're doing a great Little Mermaid impression. Yes, mm-hmm. it's me. Well, I also have uh, clams over my uh, chest right now. So. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? Yeah. Well, hey, how was uh, your day? It was okay. Oh. <laughs> Want to go for a roll in the hay? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Maybe I may. Wow, this is us on a Friday night. We really, my goodness. These late, we just did a late one. I, this is a later episode for us again. And boy, I tell you, you get a married couple after eight thirty. <laughs> it's a gamble. Well, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of little things. Yeah, this was another episode where we kind of didn't uh, have like a one strictly huge theme, but we wanted there were some organic uh, subjects that came up. Yes. uh, But the main one is, and as you see by my uh, lovely wife's um, perfect um, rendition of uh, (laughs) of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Well, I didn't start singing yet, so oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um, no, I mean, so yeah, The Little Mermaid live action hit the theaters this weekend. Oh my God, so exciting. So exciting. We've been waiting around for this for a while. We've got our tickets for Monday, which is Memorial Day. So we're just going to do a little flashback to the original animated version of the little mermaid yeah we're gonna reenact the entire film Um, (laughs) i hope you're ready who are you gonna be scuttle skittle skittle (laughs) the bird i only eat skittles (laughs) got it um so this movie it originally came out in 1989 how old for you in 1989 Uh, i wasn't born yet (laughs) 
<laughs> Lies. How old were you in 1989? <laughs> I was, also wasn't was very little. Uh, well, uh, it's like robbing the cradle, I know, when you met me. Yeah. But um, yeah, 1989, where was, uh, forget what other like, was Disney's animation at that point? Was it doing anything? Did it have any like prior hits up the, you know, besides the classics? That's what I always remember yeah. growing up, like going back and I would go see, you know, Snow White when it came back into mm. theaters and stuff like that. But I can't remember if there were any, if there really... were any big hits before this one. I'm sure that there were, um, just not on my radar. I remember really the Lion King being like the mega, mega hit of our yeah. childhood. But okay. But the Little Mermaid was definitely everything. I had like Little Mermaid sheets. I had the tape for my tape player. I used to sing with Ursula all the time. Yep, that's right. I chose Ursula over the Little Mermaid. Not sure what that says about me. <laughs> but I loved her voice. It was like one that was like that old smoky voice that's like very distinctive, like yeah, evil. Absolutely. And um so good. So I yeah. I mean I think it was was definitely let's say like where Frozen was or Moana, like my my uh, kiddos have like Moana bed sheets. I had like the Little Mermaid everything, so really big deal. Going back, uh, back to my, my first comment about the um, where like kind of Disney was in the animated films. That you know they obviously had all the classics that came out in you know mostly the it was either like the four it was the fifty no forties fifties sixties. Then it kind of like went into a place that a lot of people, I mean, there was Robin Hood in the 70s and then, you know, Pizza Dragon, there was the Rescuers, but they weren't like the huge hits that everyone remembers. There yeah. were things like, then in the 80s, it came, it was like the Fox and the Hound, the Black Cauldron, which was like an, uh, an live action kind of mm, um yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Um, like up until before the Little Mermaid came out, like who framed Roger Rabbit is like kind of credited as like the biggest <laughs> Disney hit. And that's it's because really it barely funny. had like Donald Dunk, Donald Duck and Mickey was in it a little bit. And, oh, really? Um, yeah. Huh. But it was kind of like, but it was a, the big thing was about that. I mean, we could go into that in a whole episode, uh, but it, that it was a joint venture between Disney and um, uh, the Looney Tunes. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, that they were on screen together because mm -hmm. that was never the case. So that was like a big deal that it happened, but just kind of showed where the um, the studios were at the time. So up until then, it was like when, once the Little Mermaid came out and then it was like, bam. Yeah. Yeah. That they're like they're back. Like that was ginormous. Ginormous hit for them. So good. And Ariel, the the little mermaid herself it is an interesting story because she comes from kind of a, a wealthy place she's she's a princess she's king triton's number one daughter and he has like ten thousand of them oh, but she's like the sowing that seed the gem of the ocean everybody wants to be her she has the perfect beautiful singing voice but she doesn't want to be her so it, it's very 
very interesting. She's longs for this life outside of her strict rules. Um, and she's got Sebastian who's following her around and always like wagging his claw, like, don't do that. Don't do that. No. All sorts of things, oh, you wow. know, that she's not allowed to do and has to stay proper. But she just argues the whole way. Mm-hmm. And she always pictures the grass as being greener on the other side. Um, or the seaweed being greener. Right, yeah. Like, so she wants to literally be jumping out of the ocean yeah. and become a human. Um, and she's obsessed with collecting human objects for her little secret hideaway cave. Uh, so, Dingle dongers and <laughs> Mary Dingle hoppers. And- yeah, yeah. All the things that Scuttle gets wrong, but mm. her uh, little little best friend, Flounder, keeps her company down there nope. the whole way. Yeah. So it says that the issues that she's facing like symbolize a confusion of where she belongs and loneliness, Mm. which, yeah, I think we can all at some point in our life relate to for sure. And wanting, seeing the grass greener somewhere else, wanting to be someone else, wanting to do something else. But then when you get there, it's not quite what it seems. That uh, Or somebody takes away your voice and puts a curse on you, you know, either way. I mean, that happens more often than you think, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's definitely something most people can relate to growing up and, uh, you know, even, I guess, into adulthood. But yeah, definitely putting it to the extreme. I guess that's where yeah. Disney does a good job in kind of making you making you think, making you, you know, something that everyone can relate to. Yeah. So yeah. it will be really interesting having a live action version of things that happen under the water. Mm-hmm. I really want to see the behind the scenes of this and how, um, I'm sorry, her name, I think is Hallie Bar- Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Yeah, yes, um, yes. How she, she must have had to do a lot of green screen, um, a lot of oh, acting yeah. just with herself or with props, which I feel like is probably really challenging mm-hmm. to do because you're not interacting with somebody yeah. else. You're just interacting with yourself and making pretend yeah. play the whole time. Usually, like a lot of times, uh, they just use like a tennis ball, yeah. So that that's where your oh. point, that's where you're like focusing oh. on something like that, um, where it's like so you, you know, so you're looking at the point where the animation's going to be, and that's uh, hmm. and that's where they replace it. But yeah, so that that is challenging if you're not working yeah. against someone. Yeah. very so and and then i wonder like is her hair gonna be flowing the whole time yeah, yeah. and you know effects? what is sebastian in it i don't even know yeah is, right you know i, I mean i don't see how you can do it without those, any of the, without right those, without these yeah main characters yeah, but um that became so big but i you know i didn't even is it like is it a musical or is it just like a it is i've heard that she sings in it and i heard that her rendition is just breathtaking so i'm really excited to hear that uh like i am going in blind Mm -hmm. i've just seen the poster Mm -hmm. i don't know anything else haven't read anything on the rotten tomatoes or imdb just yet so uh, going in blind here really excited about it plus that name hallie bear hallie Holly Bailey. I mean, God, Holly just, Bailey just brings. Hey, it makes you think of Holly Berry. Yes, and then we also think of our six-year-old uh, yes. every time we say it, and um, and, and our eight-year-old. Yeah, he's Holly, know. Heidi, uh, Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Bailey. Say, it's Heidi <laughs> Bailey, and uh, there are kids on the screen. There you go. Next but, version of the Little Mermaid starring uh, 
Heidi Bailey. I wonder I w- exactly. I wonder <laughs> if there's going to be any like pushback. You know, it was um, just similar to like when Ghostbusters came out, and then you had all these, you know, unfortunately, mm. the, you know horrible people yeah. that were just like not my ghostbusters not my th- yeah. you know and when oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're gonna come out you know especially because if, if she's not what the same uh complexion that mm. you know it, that she has dark skin versus you know ariel was portrayed as a as a caucasian sure um i wonder if there's gonna be people pushing back against that not my little mermaid there might be the only come and i can't even say it's a complaint the only comment that i've heard lately isn't about the complexion it's about the hair about you know oh well i was a redhead growing up and so to see a redhead character was really exciting for me and that's pretty much all i've heard is is some but i mean the same thing with the remake of annie it wasn't a, a yeah. redhead child anymore hey, but look all you gingers you go back to the back <laughs> of the theater all right <laughs> <laughs> but you know so there's a there's going to be some differences but i think that overall disney is really good about tying everything all together and making you still have the same emotions and yeah um everybody's just so so beautiful so it's going to be great and plus, I was just joking around. We appreciate all haired people. People of all hair. Of people all of hair. All hairs. Any hairs. Of course we do. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely something to look at. And we'll have a, um, we'll, I guess we'll try to do like a spoiler free. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. Like That's going to be really hard. Yeah. Like well, we're, we're pretty much going to spoil it. But, yeah, uh, but we'll on, give our, a on our next episode, yeah, we'll give you a warning and Anyway, you, look, you, more than likely, you probably only listened about five minutes of this show and then you turn it off anyway. So, <laughs> But thanks like, for listening for five minutes. <laughs> I've heard enough of him. They probably heard the beginning of the show and they were like, I we're just, out. <laughs> I just want more of, uh, I want more of Abby and the soothing voice. Let's, let's just isolate me and just listen to Abby. She sounds like a crazy person. She's talking to herself. But you know what? Her voice is very soothing. So just it works. fill your evening with nerd facts. <laughs> There you go. That's all we want. So, Disney Pride Month starts on Thursday. But I say it's Disney, but it's really all over. Pride Month starts on June 1st, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of these things did originate in Orlando. So, uh, Saturday is Red Shirt Pride Day at Magic Kingdom, which is really good. Uh, It started out... um, as just a wear red and be noticed mm-hmm. movement back in 1991. And it was just about 30 or 40 people that band together to bravely show support. And since then, Orlando has become the epicenter of these events. And it's now the longest running, most iconic event for the LGBTQ plus. Okay. Um, and it's just a really, it's a really cool movement. Um, Again, like I said, they would wear red shirts in celebration of life and all of its different colors, shapes, sizes, genders, orientation, nationalities, ages, abilities, and status. I mean, come on. What is, how could you not appreciate that movement? Just the, the all-inclusiveness of it, where it's just everyone, they want, they want to make everyone feel included. And oh, that's yeah. The, and that's the main thing. And that's, again, something that, you know, we support wholeheartedly 100% and uh, uh, it's great that they're doing it and that you know well okay so the treats that they're rolling out for pride month 
I love treats. Are out of this world. Ooh. They are better than oh. the Halloween treats. Ooh, like I it's like it. crazy. It looks so good. I was looking at one of them today that um was like a what was it? it was like a a moose dome kind of thing that's made out of a lemon chiffon cake. It was so good looking and then had all the transgender colors and everything. It was, I mean, mwah, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. Oh. And then they have really, really fun drinks. One of them had gummy bears all on the top of it. And I was like, that's oh. my jam. That's what I want to drink. That's so, what you're getting. All right. It was cool. It we'll looks be down great. there during Pride Month. That's true. So I can't wait to try some of these things. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, that's awesome. So what's going over there? What's going on? So what's going on? One of the things that, so it was, um, yeah, we had this, uh, I'll go over quickly, like how we decide what we're going to talk about on the podcast. It's usually like on a Wednesday or a Thursday. It's one of us brings up like, so what do you want to talk about on the podcast? And so this was last night we were having dinner and we're like, so what do you want to talk about? And oh, no. What are we you going to say here? We were both just kind of like coming up with ideas and it was like, they were like ideas that maybe one of us had like a reaction to like. One of us had experience with it, but then the other one didn't. So we're like, eh, if we're not kind of, you know, we can't both share an experience that both kind of play off each other. It doesn't really might not necessarily work, but we're like, but let's go with it. Let's just do it. And you do this and I'll do that. And, you know, we'll do those things together. So the one thing Abby asked me, she was like, well, we can talk about the Mickey Mouse she said clubhouse. So I was thinking now that <laughs> did she mean the animated like hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. See, I didn't know. Maybe you meant that, but I immediately went like Mickey Mouse Club and like, I don't think she knew what like my reaction was going to be to that. He was like really into it. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Are you talking about the show that started, you know, back uh, in the black and white show back in the day and uh, progressed through the years and came out with all these stars and all this and so obviously I had like some of affinity to it and she was like, Oh, she's like, eh, yeah, I guess maybe that one. <laughs> like she had no reaction to it. I was like, why'd you bring it up? And then here we are. <laughs> it was kind of like a really, he got really offended. He was just like, I was like I why would you even it. talk about that? Yeah. Why would you bring it up if Whoa. you didn't have any connection to it? So obviously Rob has a connection to it. Rob did have a connection. So tell to me. It. I mean, so, it, yeah, I'll give you a quick, uh, a brief uh, history. If you're not familiar with the Mickey Mouse Club, which because it's it was kind of something that was sporadically on the air. It originally aired back in the 50s um, on ABC. It ran for four seasons and it was just a, like a collection of young teen, you know, actors and actresses that would come on and there was a, a always like an adult host that would kind of move things along. And then it was like, he was like kind of corralling these teens with it and they would just do like little skits and, you know, performances and things like that. And there would always be some like type of cartoon that they would show and it ran for four seasons and it was pretty popular. Um, but then, you know, just now is that the one where they had the ballad at the end where, it, where it was like the sad M I C It was M I C See you real soon. Yeah. K E Y. Why? Because we like you. M O U S C. 
Yes, it was that That's one. Awesome. Um, so I mean, coming so again, it ran for four seasons. Um, coming out of that, the biggest star of it at the time, and again, Abby gave me a blank look when I brought up her name. Was <laughs> you calling me out, man? Was Annette Funicello? Was like she was the she was like the breakout star of that, um, and she would go later go on to be in a bunch of like teen movies. Growing up, um, she would then become uh, it was like Annette and Frankie um, Avalon, and they did like a bunch of like teeny like I don't know I don't know if it was like all like these beach movies and stuff like surf like he would be the the big surfer, and then uh, and and then she was like you know the prize you know it girl and they were kind of after and then they later did a show uh, a movie was called back to the beach and that was in the 80s and that was a movie that my family we really loved uh it was a great comedy um it's worth watching if you go go find it if you haven't seen that one already but so that got canceled in like i think it was like 59 60 the show got canceled then they tried to bring it back in the 70s it didn't really last that long. And then they brought it back again in 1989. And that was the one that I had the connection to, um, even though I was just, I wasn't born yet. Right. Because that's what we said. I wasn't born yeah. in 89 when The Little Mermaid right. came out. Yeah. So see, uh, connection. Yeah. See, The Little Mermaid came out at the same time. So that was the one. So obviously it was updated. Mm -hmm. um, they would have because, you know, what was the rage for teens in 1989 still it was music videos, which was something that they didn't have back in the 50s. Um, so that they would now put on like th their big thing was that they would make music videos or they would sing covers of popular songs mm -hmm. of the different like cast. And so but it was still teens. They were still an adult host. And uh, they used to also do like movie like they would have like these like small like they would play like a movie like an hour-long movie over like five days or whatever but it it, it aired daily for for uh, i think it was like five or six years and the wow. reason i connected to it the most was that was like my first crush Ooh. like one of my first like crushes was in this cast and who is that <laughs> she's like gonna go oh, she's yeah. she's googling she's ready to google. so i'm it was, ready it was the it was this her name was brandy brown and yeah that was like my first crush like back then and i was like obsessed i vaguely uh, vaguely i remember like i used to if i wasn't if i had like baseball practice or something i would have to record the episode so that i could watch <laughs> it later and then i went i remember one time going to watch it and somebody either it didn't record or somebody had like taped over it or something or they changed the channel and it didn't record and like i think i had like a temper tantrum and i ended up breaking like <laughs> the <laughs> balusters on our like oh. our, our railing yeah oh, like, no yeah so that was you know you don't get between me and this girl that i'll never meet but <laughs> well you never know <laughs> but um she's so, adorable so that was that was my connection but there was actually a lot of uh stars that came on and it was kind of after i kind of i only watched for a few years but it kind of kept going and some notable people that were on there were uh jc chavez or chaze uh from um uh in sync okay yeah yep. he was on the show for a couple of years uh carrie russell from you know yes, felicity i and, just saw her yeah the americans yeah obviously all that stuff and then 
it was, I think it was right when she left. I think Christina Aguilera. Yes. Was on it for a couple of years. That was like one of her first things. And then obviously right as well. Yeah. I think it was the same time. It was Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Justin Timberlake were both on the. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, and was, so I think that was like, there was a lot of bad blood between um, Brittany and Christina, Christina and a, a little bit over Justin, I think, like, uh, just might have been a little bit of a playboy in that situation. Well, you know, you know I guess you're going to yeah. ask Jessica Beale about that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, I mean, you know, that was a pretty big deal. I mean, those were all like major, you know, stars it's that huge, came out of that. Yeah. That would later on, you know, in a few years time would be taking over the music, uh, pop, the pop music scene. And, uh, but it did that again, ended in, um, 94 and Mm -hmm. they tried to bring it back again in, uh, I think 2017, it was supposed to be like a stream. I don't know if it was on like YouTube or something, but you know, it just didn't, uh, for the time, no one wanted to watch it, even though now they could bring it back now and put on anything. Um, I caught uh, Heidi, our eight-year-old, watching like a show. It's called The Pup Academy about do- like talking dogs, like live-action talking <laughs> dogs. I mean, like they'll watch anything. So if anybody's listening, <laughs> you can bring back the Mickey Mouse Club, and the kids will end up watching it because they're just they'll find something. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, lately we've been all about the dolphins. So yep, dolphin uh, shows. That's true everywhere um how interesting though but i do wonder how how, because back in the day you know it was an allotted time on the tv like it was at three or whatever time you got home Mm. every single day and now everything needs to be like released kind of like in a hole for netflix or whatever it's like you're not really tuning in for anything anymore especially kids kids wouldn't have any idea how to tune into anything yeah it's all instant for them just like they're just like oh the new floor is lava came out or something you know they they don't really pay any attention to anything they just find more and more random things to watch right Uh, and so how how do they gauge that it's a good show or that it's doing well I don't know. That's an interesting thing. I mean, it's all kind of, I mean, A, I think it's just that the streamers, I mean, even Disney to a degree, I think they're probably more a little choosier, but uh, of what they're doing, but Netflix itself just like picks up whatever they can. Yeah. They figure that somewhere people are going to watch it. Right. So the cheapest, you know, they can pick it up and then get the return on investment from it. And people watch like, for example, our, uh, uh bailey was watching this show uh, i think it was called lupe yes <laughs> it was this it's a spanish uh spanish speaking uh show like it's like a teen serial yeah drama. they're like in high school yeah. or something and they go to a, a music academy it's like a sleepaway music academy or something so they're all yeah. actors and dancers and singers in the school so but, it's just funny because they 
terribly dub English yeah. over them talking, but they don't dub the song. So mm. all the songs are in Spanish. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been really good for her because yeah. I think, you know, she she loves the music and it's so <laughs> nice. But it's like as an adult watching <laughs> it and like, you're just like, what? what? Yeah. Where did Where you? Did How yeah. did you find this? <laughs> you're like, all right, it's under Netflix Kids, I guess. Uh, so yeah. all right. whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. So, Interesting. So that was it. So I just I find it. I'm amazed that like you had zero connection connection to Mickey Mouse to Club. Mickey Mouse Club at all. Uh, I mean, I used to teach my piano students how to play the theme song. So but that's it. That's enough. That's it. That was my connection. I'm sorry. And sorry so, to disappoint you. And the one, the other thing that you brought up that oh the, man, the, the thing you brought up that I had nothing. I couldn't think of. I don't know. Did you want to talk about that? Because we were talking about what was our worst Disney experience. Oh, and you were like, I don't I, think I I've like, ever had I, a worst I, experience. Yeah, I, like, I don't know if I've had one. Aww. It's called the happiest place on earth for a reason. It is. Well, mine wasn't like in the park or anything. It oh. was an injury in the resort. Oh, God. So like... I mean, it was, it made my heart stop for sure. My um, nephew had gotten his toe stuck under oh. like the door to, oh, you know, those doors are heavy when you're coming in and out of your resort oh, the, room. Okay. And so when it had gotten opened, it kind of took off a layer of his poor big toe and oh. we I think in panic and stuff we were just like it's bleeding we think we see bone and like all the things but there was I assure you there was no bone we were just okay. kind of like totally freaked out and so I had to call to the front desk because you know he needed to get checked out so mm. um, they ended up sending paramedics okay. to the resort room Where and we were, staying? Where? Um, we were at um, Art of Animation okay. so it was like a, I think it was like a Finding Nemo suite or no mm. it was a Lion King suite okay. and um, he was just all sprawled out on the couch and like by that time by the time the paramedics had come he had like stopped crying and looked totally fine and was like happy and we're all still like panicking a little like you know it was just like kind of it was scary but I mm. all in all they were kind of like well just put some neosporin on it <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> and that was like that was the end of that but you know it was just it was scary it was scary for a hot minute there <laughs> and so i would say that's probably probably the worst moment i mean i haven't had any i mean besides the time i was standing in somebody else's puke and i didn't realize it until the cleaning crew came over and was like excuse me can you move over a foot to the left <laughs> and i was like what do you mean oh gross did you throw away your shoes Probably. I don't remember. Uh, I just remember like the like uh, realizing that that uh, smell was coming uh, from underneath me. No. <laughs> it, was, it was puke. Uh, and it was right on the way into Be Our Guest Castle. Like I was like waiting uh, for my reservation spot yeah. to open up. So I'm like standing on that like kind of like, you know, over the waterway and stuff on the way into the castle. And I was like, oh, gross. This story is not for hemetophobes. <laughs> no, it happens though. Have you ever been on a ride that somebody's puked on at Disney? No. 
I can't say I have either, but I hear that it happens a lot, especially on the teacups. Oh, yeah. That's why we try to avoid those at all costs for now on. Mm-hmm. I will bribe a child. Want an extra toy? Yes. For us not to go on the teacups. Yep. That works for me. <laughs> it's going to be three churros. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just um, kidding. So what else? There was some big... Uh, what was there was a big update about the final oh voyage of so we were checking it out cruiser. we had a couple of travel agents that were hopping on the phone lines and, over there for the star cruiser we're talking about the final voyage um, of the star cruiser because today was today the, was the opening for the closing the opening for the closing right? yeah so they halted sales to either to rearrange um anyone that had an existing Past uh, September 27th. Yeah, past September 27th, which is when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. So to let them get the first crack, I guess, at moving their vacation or whatever exactly. they want to do. And then now they're opening up for yes. new new bookings. <laughs> so it's it sounded like it was quite the mess. Yeah. Apparently, um, they put all hands on deck and then some. So there's like a story out there on our little uh, agent's pages that mm-hmm. we are together with um, about somebody answering the phones for the star cruiser that actually was like a wedding hostess and did weddings but they gave her a short powerpoint on how to book star cruiser oh my God. and then threw her in there and said you're here from 7 a.m to 10 p.m good luck Get you know out of here. yeah and That's so insane. she's like on the other end of the phone line and she's like what do you mean you're a travel agent how do we take care of that and so things aren't being linked quite right because yeah, um, star cruiser was one you couldn't you had a call to yes. book it you can't it wasn't something you could just do online right exactly mm-hmm. and i think that is also a really big downfall yeah. i think if people had been able to book online or at least do their own research mm-hmm. um yeah they would have had more knowledge and it, it, it was just too much of a big mystery yeah. for sure so at about uh 1 p.m they had reported that August and September was 100% sold out. Um, And then there were extremely limited dates left in June and July. And then there was absolutely no suites left on any voyage. And again, that's around 1 p.m. And then I was reading that as of 6 p.m., all voyages had been sold out in one day. Crazy. So... I now, just I don't even know what to say about that. Do you think they'll extend to the closing well, now? That's what if what if um Disney's now like psych? Guess what? We're gonna be open till December twenty seventh. Like I could see them doing that, being like, We have you know, we just have so many more people that wanted to experience the uh you know, the last voyages, but do you think that the actors would stay on like i think they'd be like f you did you know like what you know uh, i mean if they're still looking for an uh, employment i mean i'd see them doing it but yeah but i guess there's like a certain point in which you have to stand up for yourself and but, it's like a yeah. bad relationship that like you know you break up and then you're still dating the next day mm-hmm. and you know how it happened <laughs> you break up and then he just shows up the next day yeah and we're like ready over. ready to go out ready yeah. for the movie yeah. let's go see the little mermaid <laughs> we're really terrible wait a minute did you break did we no. get divorced and i didn't realize it is that, <laughs> is that what you're telling me no 
sir. Okay. All right. No, Fair enough. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's yeah. just strange that now so, everyone was like, I have to get on this before it's over. Um, like, I, I mean, get I could, it. Yeah, I, I like, see why. I, I could brought see why. that thought to my mind too. I'm like, mm-hmm. can, can we, can we? Can we somehow yeah. muster up six thousand dollars for a two night stay? I think I think there'll be some iteration of it, and I think that's good enough for me. Yeah, I mean, there's been all sorts of reports that about um, you know them trying to come up with the plan, and a lot of plans have come across like just making it a one day experience, like another park for people to go to, and I think mm-hmm. that was turned down. Or, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to yeah. do. They are, they, there was speculation that it would be turned more into a Mandalorian thing. But again, like, how would a Mandalorian, just a mm. straight up Mandalorian yeah. thing over... Uh, yeah, just be a, a over, general, uh, like, yeah. It's just the same because it was like a generic story. Oh, you were a like, part so of. more of like a Mandalorian so it was Mandalorian story. Mandalorian where you like, you were... You know, even though you do see like I'm guessing right Chewbacca's usually in every mm-hmm. thing. You know, you see Chewbacca and Ray and Yeah. Um mm. I don't know what else, probably BB eight and, and things like that. But I don't I don't know what uh what else you would see. So if you're the chance to see Baby Yoda, I mean, like I'd pay six thousand for some up up close and personal time with baby Yodes. Yeah, be cute. Danny so- Grogu. Really, that's really, really interesting stuff. Yeah, um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep a tab on that and keep uh, we'll let you guys know what we find out. Yeah, and so a little bit of a surprise today. Oh. Um, after a lengthy time of being closed and supposed refurbishments, Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios reopened, and, and there was there was great cheer. By a very few amount of people. <laughs> I know. I don't think. I think we just didn't anybody know what would, was happening. Yeah. I guess there was a lot of accusations mm-hmm. uh, towards uh, the lead singer of Aerosmith, um, and yeah. I. I don't know that anything came of it, and I think that the ride kind of i mean they're saying it doesn't even look like anything really changed now yeah. that doesn't mean a whole lot because there's a lot of mechanicals behind all these yeah, things that we don't just see upgrading things so um i do think it was one of I, I think i always thought it was like a ride that did break down a lot too i think it was did it I mean, yeah, for some reason even though like we would it would just it wouldn't fit with us because like it we didn't really care about going on it. And yeah. Obviously, the kids weren't going. So Right. I mean, I've been on it a couple of times. It's a, mm. it's a pretty speedy roller coaster. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. It's not bad. It's not good. It's okay. It's just okay. But it's open again, which is so funny because I was just making someone's uh, reservations today and writing out all the things. All the, I always give them a list of all the appropriate rides and then i'll just put all the rides at the end even if they're not appropriate and mm. i just left this one off because it was still in refurbishment yeah. so i guess i gotta go back now add that one the entire list started from oh, scratch here we go what so, other news do you got so one, so one other thing um uh of something that happened off mic before so right <laughs> before we came on i was Looking at my phone. He looks downright gleeful. I thought he was like doing something <laughs> but, mischievous. But then also, then uh, I don't know if you heard, like I, 
I think I gasped at one point. Yes, you certainly did. I gasped. And, and she was like, what are you like doing? taking pictures of she, whatever's on there. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? I'm like, no, I can't show you. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, she wanted to know so bad. She thought I was up to something. But what For I was doing sure was, you were. I was taking photos of what's our my weekly segment <laughs> the wait time the wait time so and why what would make me if gasp? the lowest wait time no, was no. not oh nope he's nope, giving me the it no. definitely was I'll, I'll spare you the suspense of that oh. it was the grand festival tour <laughs> with three starring featuring three caballeros um was the lowest wait time but what made me gasp was something that was there were a bunch of rides temporary, temporarily closed, and I don't know if it was just because of the time. I took this at 8.20. I okay. kind of forgot to check during the day, so it was late. But when the first thing I saw was that Mickey's Magic temporary clo- <gasps> temporarily closed. It's exactly my reaction. <laughs> That's how it was. I looked. <laughs> Um, that would be your worst nightmare if on the one day we were at that park if it were closed you would be you'd ask for a refund oh my gosh I would be like you have to let me remove the sword from that stone that's the only way I'd be happy good to know they will let you do it if you ask them Um, uh, also closed is Peter Pan's flight so it's like it's a yin yang type of thing going on but yeah there were a bunch of things like uh the Prince Charming Regal Carousel was closed. Um, they also like to meet Princess Tiana, meet Cinderella. Like that was closed, and that's all in the same area. Yeah, so that's weird. I, I was just wondering if there's there was something going on, but there was also it's a small world was closed, same area. Frozen Ever After and Epcot was closed. What? Enchanted Tales with Belle closed. Buzz Lightyear's closed. Uh, yeah, it was weird. I, I'm not sure what was going on. Kind of reminds me of our journey there. Yeah, right. Everything <laughs> when everything kept, closed. Temporary and closing, like, and, but then it worked out like best for us because it was just open and we, we had free. We had so many genie pluses yeah. early on lightning waves that Whatever. stacked up. Um, so yeah, so then the at the time, because of all of those, and I mean, it actually makes sense. It should be one of the more popular rides because... Again, uh, Animal Kingdom was closed because it closes at seven. Yeah. Um. So that was already or closes at seven or eight. It's dependent. Or, or it's usually about seven agents. Um, and uh, so the the what had the longest ride, the longest wait time for a ride was Star Wars: Rise of Resistance, seventy minutes. Space Mountain was open sixty five minutes. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train sixty five. Smuggler's Run sixty five. Remy's fifty five. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, 55. Twilight Zone, 50. We get where we're going. It was a, you know, Hollywood Studios was still pumping pretty good. Um, Jungle Cruise, 45. Still, I don't know, which is surprising being that all those other rides were closed. You would think like Jungle Cruise and Pirates of the Caribbean would be uh, like booked. Like, I can't do anything else. We're going on these rides again. But maybe people just left I'm out of here. Hmm. So that was my wait times. How interesting. Very interesting. I'm just checking real quick. Was there anything else happening around Disney? Well, we are in our 30 days now. Yeah, we're we're underneath it. It's really, really exciting. I'm, you know. Heidi keeps asking for a countdown and I need to make one and I just haven't yet. But that's always 
a tradition we do. We have a countdown or something where they can pull off the number off the fridge or something so that we know how many days we have left until we have to go. And it's, uh, we are just so excited. So excited. I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to (laughs) turning off my phone for a little while and really immersing myself in the experience of being with my family. I love doing that. I love doing that too. I'm looking forward to it. Um, One thing of note that I see, uh, speaking of uh, Aerosmith, the rock and roller coaster at the end of the ride, there is a signed picture of the band that's like on the hanging on the wall as Mm -hmm. you, as you leave and the exit, it's no longer there. Why? Well, I'm guessing it has something to do with Stephen Tyler. Like maybe they just kind of they decided to take it down. So is there? I mean, because I Stephen Tyler's like a part of the video for a Rock and Roller Coaster. Maybe it's know. not there anymore, and it just hasn't been reported. I don't know. That's strange. Very strange. Huh. Um, other things, I mean, not necessarily something going on in Disney, but there is a Disney news. There's a 1400 items going up for auction June 28th through the 30th. One of them is a princess Leia dress worn. Oh wait, it says is the very same worn by Fisher in the final scene of star Wars, a new hope. No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it says the screen, the dress's authenticity was confirmed with screen matching and is believed to be the only Leia costume remaining in existence from the original film. That's going to go for a lot of money, I would think. Let's bid. What do you think? Do they have, I, I think I have $27 in my pocket right now. You think it's going to go for more than that? I've got like three pennies, so well, we see, can put it together. As long as no one says win. 2704, we got it. <laughs> Uh, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I uh, think that's the one thing I'm a little bummed about is that all the stuff in the Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. like if it really does shut down and everything, yeah. all those details of the beddings and the, you know, even the water holders that are in your rooms and stuff, like, where does that go? I know yeah. that Disney has a big warehouse. Uh, um, some family down there told me about it once. They have a warehouse that... Um, employees can purchase old items or items that weren't used in resorts and stuff because I had said how much I looked liked the Little Mermaid rooms Uh, they had like a little octopus uh, coat hanger or something in the room or where you'd hang your towels and I kept saying over and over again how I liked it and I was like at the detail that's just so great and they're like well we can go to the warehouse and see if they have it and I was like warehouse <laughs> can I get in there? Yeah, right. You know, and I never really followed through, but yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I'm imagining something like at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like they, you know, they bring the they bring the um, uh, the Ark, they bring yeah. the Ark of the Covenant, and and you know, in a wooden box, and they just drop it off, and then they like peels back, and it's just like miles of just all these yeah. artifacts and that's where if you go to disney it's just like yeah this huge giant thing of all these there's gotta be treasures from years past and, and you know i i would love to go thrift shopping 
around there because I always see I'm a part of a lot of Facebook pages mm. and I always see people being like, oh, what a great find. And it's like an old wooden painting of Mickey and, oh, okay. and like all these just yeah. from like thrift stores or tag sales or any of that stuff. Oh, and sure. I'm just like, are you kidding me, Rayville? Do you understand what you've got? <laughs> and, you know, we can't get that up here. No. So not that kind of history. I don't want somebody's like broken ashtray up here. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah no thank you not fun um, other things there's a bunch of other stuff on sale one of them being um the, of note is there's a harry potter and the chamber of secrets distressed costume with glasses that was worn by daniel radcliffe so that's pretty cool it's cool but it's not princess leia Nah, i feel like well no not princess leia not as good but cool nope, nope. I do hope that our children find the magic of Harry Potter, though. I really there was a good decade in my life where I would read the movie, uh, read the read the movies, read the books and watch the movies. And it was like a kind of winter thing for me, Buckner. like in the Buckner. in the winter. <laughs> you stop that. Yeah. In the winter, I would definitely watch and like learn how to knit. I like knit like a Gryffindor scarf for my neighbor one year. We'd like you know trade gifts and stuff and <laughs> as he yawns <laughs> oh boy i'm talking about more book reading whatever if you were my neighbor and i knit you a gryffindor scarf you'd be like want to come I... over want to watch a movie together <laughs> you would, I would love that wear your scarf all year round uh -huh. if you made me one yeah i have not been offered one well i have not knit in many years <laughs> Let's get to knitting. Knitting. Uh, yeah, that was really about it around for the news. Uh, I don't know if you had anything else. Well, let's see here. Nothing else really, but I do have to tell you oh. that I think Disney should pick up this series. It's not new, but it's something new to me. I started reading the Stitcher series. This could be the new Harry Potter. Oh, really? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The Stitcher series. Yes. It's really good. What is it about? It's kind of about um, kids. I think they're more like maybe middle school age and they kind of find their neighbors like a little creepy and so they're watching out for them and and uncovering kind of this weird uh let's say i, I want to call it like a coven of <laughs> something i haven't okay. quite uncovered what's happening yet no. but um it's definitely i'm excited for what's what's coming next right so that's <laughs> so, the stitcher series the and stitcher who, series. who's the author you know the author is oh we know the author <laughs> we know we know the author miss lawrence but um mm. yeah so i think disney should uh do a little stitcher series but there you go that's abby's Book Nerd Corner. <laughs> Book Nerd Corner. I'll tell you more <laughs> next week. <laughs> As she gets further along. All right. Yeah. I like it. Well, that's, we're at about 50 minutes, I think, yeah. for an episode that we had no zero direction in. I think we've... Uh, we had disapproving <laughs> directions. <laughs> so, somewhat. We met somewhere in the middle. So yep. here you go. Nope. Absolutely. Um, I think before the rest of us start yawning or before our dogs are done with their bones poor unfortunate souls and then we just keep on going 
I can't wait to see. But although Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, I don't know. Suki St. James. I can't see it. Uh, that's because we, we've been watching too much uh, Gilmore Girls lately. I know. Where she she's all clumsy in the beginning. I know. What a what a strange seeing how shows turn things around. But yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see the different takes. I am looking forward to it. Me too. I guess we'll see you uh, under the sea with a bobbly book. <laughs> I have I've got nothing. Have a great week. This has been a family travel planner production.